Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here until 11 o'clock. So uh, stick around. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We've got a couple lines open for you guys. I know Bob wanted to talk about a little bit of Wi-Fi speeds here real quick. He said he was going to talk about that coming back. Oh, yeah. So uh, Internal Wi-Fi speeds, yes. so the different protocols that are out there. Well, we were talking about the AC protocol, right? Okay, which is uh, was uh, from December of 2013. Right. Okay, and that basically uh, has up to... Uh, 160 megabits, mm -hmm. but your streaming will go um, uh, 34 megabits at 3,300, 3,466 point eight, mm -hmm. you know, megabits. And then uh, this uh, AX, yeah, if you have all of the uh, mesh and antennas and all the things, most uh, most people don't have the most expensive one. Yeah, okay, it'll go up to 9,600. Right, 10 gigabit which is type almost of almost 10 gigabit stream, which is a sustained uh, 80 up and 80 down megabits per second Insane. over wireless. This yeah. is incredible. So not megabits, gigabits, 80 gigabits. Right. Yeah, um, that's insane. Well, again, most of us don't need it, but again, the key for you is to understand all the aspects of the system. In that, you know, you can have an an internet connection that's 100 megabits. That's fine, um, but if your wireless is 802.11g you might be lucky to get half of that speed out to your devices, right? So your your router has to be capable of broadcasting the speeds you're paying for from the Internet provider. But with G, you're sharing the bandwidth. So right. the more people that jump on, the slower it gets for everybody. Right. Whereas with the AC or AX, yeah, it's multiple antennas, so you have a mesh network. Everybody gets full speed. You don't right. have to share. Everybody gets... Right, much smarter technology. So don't let the cable companies sell you more bandwidth because it's your router that is the issue and your devices. So if your devices are using the old 802.11G hardware, even if you've upgraded your router, you're still getting poor performance. Right. It has to go all the way through your network to get to enjoy the performance. So keep that in mind before the cable company sells you a 600 megabit connection. You're not getting any of the value. Those old computers aren't doing you justice. Right. So help the NASDAQ and buy a new computer. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Steve in Waterbury. What's going on, Steve? I have two points. Uh, the gentleman who called up with the track phone, yeah. he might be having an, an issue if he has a 3G phone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Verizon, um, T-Mobile, and uh, all the big ones are phasing out to 3G. Yep. Um, so that might be part of the problem that he's, sure. he's having there. Um, I have a plan that I, I just got recently. Do you mind if I mention it? Or? No, go ahead. Okay. It's, uh, I, it was the second phone. It was my home phone. So I went with T-Mobile's $15 prepaid Yeah. where you do the auto pay. 
So you get uh, two gigs unlimited uh, at full speed and everything else unlimited for $15, which is not too bad for... Uh, right, so it's not really you know? unlimited. It's limited at two gigs. Two, uh, yeah, but I mean the, the text and call is unlimited is one of the well, things. Sure. But I think, yeah. Uh, but I think that's also high speed. I, uh, but I think you you probably down after two gigs. I'm not positive because I, I you know, use a secondary phone. Right, right. So 15 bucks is a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you were mentioning Google 5 or something. I, Google 5. Yeah. yeah. They don't do a very good job marketing, but Google 5 is an alternative cellular service. And you just pay for the data you use, unlimited minutes, of course. And uh, my phone bill is about 20 bucks a month. Oh, that's just really not bad at all, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've had no issues. Uh, my kids are all on it. I mean, my kids pay for their own phone bills. Um, and uh, I can just take a peek at what my last billing was. Uh, for August, it was $22.52. For July, it was $20.23. June, $21.63. I would think if people's phone bills were that low, I mean, I'm sure people driving around there with $150, $200 phone bills, um, it's only mm-hmm. because you have you have unlimited, right, uh, unlimited resources that you don't use, and that's why they are happy to sell them to you at $45, $50 bucks a f- you know, phone per month. Sure. Um, now, one, one more thing. There was tax on top. It came up like, Sixteen fifty or something like that. This so is total. More. Yeah, it's total yeah. as well. So, yeah, 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 it's a good deal. You're offering, you're bringing up a good deal. There's tons of good deals out there, guys. You just have to be willing to jiggle the handle on your data. Don't let you don't let them sell you more bandwidth than you need because they know you're not going to use it. And, and the unlimited, everything's limited anyways. Even even the unlimited plans that are out there, there's, there's different levels of unlimited. I always thought the word unlimited had no limit. Like I could go to the buffet and eat as much uh, shrimp as I wanted to, like Beefsteak Charlie's days. But no, they limit your your, your shrimp intake. Uh, well, when I go when I go to the all you can eat buffet, they usually tell me that's all you can eat, and they throw me out. <laughs> they throw you out. Yeah, yeah, it's all you can eat. See ya. <laughs> it's unlimited. Uh, so I, you know, Steve, I appreciate the call, and thank you for letting folks know about the other alternatives. Thank you. All right, take it easy. Let's go to uh, Jack in Middletown. What's going on, Jack? Good morning. Morning, sir. Uh, one of your previous callers was asking about a cheaper uh, internet. Mm-hmm. And I recently learned, and I'm very surprised, they, they do not advertise this, Comcast yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called Internet Essentials. All right. I pay nine ninety five a month. It's wow. Over 40 40- yeah. Uh, I have no problem streaming. I, I can watch, I can, uh, like, uh, cast my, from Chrome, I can cast anything from Chrome onto my TV. Yeah. It's, it, it's for people that are 55 or older. Nice. Now, like I say, they don't advertise this, of course, but being mm-hmm. a monopoly, they re, they're required to um, offer it. Awesome. I'm looking at it right now. We'll put a link up here for you. It's affordable internet at homes for eligible households. So you can you can apply based on your income as well. Correct. Now I forgot what the income limits are. I'm retired. She sounded like she might be over fifty five. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, give it a shout out. I, it's, it's, yeah. it's awesome. A friend of mine clued me in. I didn't believe it. And yeah, I, so you'll qualify if you're if you're if you have a if you're part of the school lunch program, housing assistance, Medicaid, SNAP, SSI. So it looks like it could be taxpayer um, subsidized. Um, I don't know uh, that. 
probably, yeah. But, yeah, because I don't think Comcast is doing it out of the kindness of their hearts, but that's just my guess. No, exactly. I wanted to stick it to them anyway, so I'm done. <laughs> well, you're sticking it to the man. Remember that commercial? Well, you're sticking it to yourself. Well, <laughs> it's part of your taxes. It's coming right back at you, as you know. But um, if, it's, if yeah. it's purely coming out of the kindness of their hearts, then that's great. Um, I would bet it's probably not. But it says if you're an existing Xfinity customer, you're not eligible. Oh, really? So you first have to cancel before you can get it again. <laughs> oh, I had forgotten that. Okay. That's okay, though. Right. At least it's a good option to let people know about. Yeah, I, did, I mean, in these times, we all need to save, you know? Yes, unless you're, you know, working for the legislature and letting uh, Eversource sell you power. <laughs> then, right. then you can't do anything about it. So I appreciate yeah. it, Jack. All right. You're welcome. All right. We'll put the link up there for you guys so you can take a peek at this. I'm sure other companies are offering this type of thing, too, um, where you have some sort of uh, qualification to get lower-cost um, Internet. Um, but, yeah, like like you said, I mean, it's, it's really tough out there right now, and now we're paying premiums for our, you know, our uh, emissions-free electricity that the legislature all wanted us to have and uh, didn't tell us how much it was going to cost. And, of course, it sounded like a great idea at the Chardonnay party, but now their bottled Chardonnays are going to have to be boxed wines because nobody can afford uh, anymore to, to turn on the lights at the at the gathering. So in order to do that, they'll have to bust out the uh, box. I love boxed wine. I'm always, well, I'm always drunk, but I'm sure at those parties their pinkies are in the air. Um, let's go on to uh, Jack in Manchester. What's going on, Jack? Good morning. Morning. Uh I am. Uh, I would like to clean off a, a PC and my smartphone so that all the information is gone and I can get rid of them. Sure. Do that? Well, the easiest thing to do would be to just to simply go to your PC and type in format space C colon. Format. Format space C colon. The operating system won't let you do it, though. <laughs> it won't let you do it anymore? No, you can't. In the old days, you could. No, you, yeah, well, that was Windows 95. Oh, all right, Bob. What do they have to do today? Yeah, you can't run, you can't format your C drive? You can't format your C drive. All right, what's the syntax? What's the, what's the uh, tool you have Unless to use? Unless you use a third party. <laughs> no way. Yeah, you got to use a third party. I'm going to learn something new today? Are yeah. you serious? No. Don't make me come over there, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. that They're telling me that Windows 10 operating, what, what operating system are you using? It, it is 10, yes. You got to be able to format your C drive in Windows 10. They took away the ability. No, they they they've taken it. They took it away a long time ago because people would click Format C <laughs> and they meant to put in like Format some other drive. You can't use the disk utilities that are built in. No, not to Format C. Unbelievable. Not, not its own. You can use a third party that'll do it, and then your computer is like a paperweight. Well, that's what he wants, right? You want a paperweight, right? Yes, I do. That's what he wants. Yeah. So wait a minute. I, I, that's new to me. I didn't know that they did that. Well, you know, then you can run the uh, install slash repair utility yeah. and, like, reload it. That'll allow you to reformat it so that it can be reloaded. Right, but he wants to toss it, right? Yeah. All right, so I learned something new. Uh, you got, we have to f recommend a, f a utility for him to format the oh, C drive. Oh, there's a lot of free utilities out there. All right, we've got, he's got some answers for you there. So once you run the for a format of your drive, which I thought w I would have bet my third kid, even though I want to keep him these days lately, um, that you could do that built into your operating system. I, I, I am shocked and amazed. But once you format it, then you can take the hard drive out of the computer physically and then put some safety glasses on. I'm just going to say it because it's the times, and you're, you know, you're, I know you're an adult, but we're living the nanny state. Put your uh, safety glasses on and smash it with a hammer. All right, so, 
So there is not a program that would clear it off. You're, there is. This, Bob's going to find some answers, okay. uh, some uh, some tools for us to give you uh, some some tools that you can try. And I would have bet, bet, like I said, my third kid, you could do it with your operating system. Um, yeah, but you don't want to be able to recover it either. Yeah, you, you can also format it, and then you can also do something called uh, digital shredding, which will put like zeros and ones on on top of it, so it'll overwrite what was there on top of a format. Because a format really just changes the first letter of the uh, files, or delete does, I should say. Go ahead, Bob. Do you find anything? Yeah, there's actually some tools that are built in that you can use. Built in? Yeah. Ah, my third kid's safe. I knew it. <laughs> Talking about over there. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but you're, talking but about you're your not third using kidney, the but... format command. That's no, it's a point. different command. Yeah, I hear you. What'd you say, Jack? I, I thought you were talking about your third kidney. <laughs> no, kid, kid, <laughs> kid, kid, kid. I always bet my third kid. He loves it. Okay. He loves it. You know. I got an article. I will tell you. All right, that. we'll put some links up there for you, Jack, that you can try. So then, once you once you've deleted it or formatted it, then you can go ahead and uh, smash it with a hammer, and then you can give it all to your. Um, your town dump should deal with some sort of electronics recycling. Yeah, we, yeah Manchester has that. Yeah, and that way you can re, you know dispose of it more responsibly. Now, which how is about good news. my smartphone? So your smartphone, I'm again pretty sure you can blow that to smithereens um, with by a format command within a smartphone that I've never done. Uh, depends on the um, smartphone. Is it is it Android or is it uh, Apple? Android? Yes. All right, so it should be a quick uh, Google search on formatting an Android phone. But I would also break it. Okay. Um, again, it's the, the other issue though is that your data is backed up to the cloud, probably. Uh, that don't, it could be. I, I bet I, you, my I, third I, kid, I, it I, is. Yeah, yeah, it probably it probably is, but not with my permission. Let's put it that. Well, way. you probably selected it by accident, or it's defaulted. He's going to say, "Are you trying to get rid of me, Dan?" <laughs> He knows the joke. Um, he was a tough kid. Uh, so, yeah, you could format the Android phone, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, the backup will be up in the cloud, just like with the iPhone. And um, people find that out the hard way. They take, you know, private pictures. Oh, I've heard all sorts of stories where people are taking th- taking pictures of things that, you know, they wouldn't be proud of that were found out, um, yeah. were backed up to the cloud. And uh, so you do all this formatting and deleting. You take the private pictures off your, your phone, and believe it or not, they're still there out there in the cloud. Um, so we do have a factory reset of your Android phone that we can put the link up there for you. That would be great. All right. And then, yeah, I would break it. I mean, and then check the cloud before you do anything, check to see if it's backed up in the cloud. If you really, truly don't want anything on it. Yeah. Well, there's nothing, I haven't taken any funny pictures lately, so I think I'm okay. (laughs) You, I was just an example, but who knows what you're doing on your phone, Jack? What do I know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. We're going to step out for a uh, quick break here, I think, right, Matt? And uh, get back to more of your calls. We're going to be here till 11, and then Dr. Lessie will be in. And uh, stick around for that. And then Garden Talk at noon. So uh, stick around here at WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. we got three lines open. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And, uh, yeah, Bob and I are going back and forth during the break. So what Bob is talking about third-party utilities, he's actually talking about the Windows recovery disk that comes with your machine if you have a disk that you would use to format your C drive. You, that, that format command does exist that I gave, but you have to do it booted under the, the actual utility disk. 
So if you have one of the newer laptops or tablets, it may not have a DVD or CD-ROM. Right. So you might not be able to use that disc. You would have to have it on a USB. Right. Yeah, I, I don't, again, I, I don't know why they're saving you from yourself um, the way they are, but I guess the times are difficult with people typing in those things. I remember the old days, people would format their drives. Yeah, well, I used to do it a lot. <laughs> It kept us uh, busy. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, let's get to back to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Bill in Windsor next. What's going on, Bill? Bill, you there? Good morning. Morning, sir. Hello? Yep. How are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, good. Recently, my uh, router died. Uh, I confirmed it by plugging the Ethernet right into the computer and finding I could get service. And with the router connected, it wouldn't. So I yep. replaced it with that router that you recommend that you have that links this AC five. Oh yeah. So it's it, it, you get your hair going blowing back with the speed, isn't it? Oh, it's working well. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Good. I have a couple of questions related to that. I'm yep. currently using a modem, my own modem. It's an Aris surfboard SB six one eight three. All right. And I'm wondering if that needs to be upgraded to like your newer one, the SB eighty two hundred one, which is the DOS DOS is three point one versus my three point zero on the one I have now. Only if you're not getting the internet speed you're paying for. So okay, are you... I'm getting I'm getting a downstream of one ninety three six six this morning and an upstream of eleven point nine one. And what are you paying the internet company for? Two hundred. So you're right. That, yeah. So you're getting what you're paying for. You don't need that much speed, but we've talked about that earlier. Right. Uh, so you are getting what you're paying for. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a new modem for that extra megabit. <laughs> okay. You're doing fine. You're getting everything you need. Did you change your password on your router? Mm-hmm. All right. What'd you change it to? I'm not going to tell you. That. All right. Computer dot one. There it is. And then did you um in, in, implement Open DNS? Uh, I have not done that. I want to get that. this up and running first. Okay, uh, you're up and running. It sounds like you're up and running and in good shape. Go to your go to your DHCP settings and and change your uh, DNS settings to be the open DNS settings. So that sure. cable yeah. router you got will uh, support speeds up to 686 megabits per second. The actual one he has now? Yes. The, oh, yeah, you're in good shape. So you're good. Oh, okay. My next question is, uh, for, for years I was using Verizon's Home Connect for my phone. Mm -hmm. And all, all of a sudden it wouldn't work anymore. And after researching, I found out they changed, they changed it and I had to upgrade to the new one. Mm -hmm. I've always been satisfied with it. But the mm -hmm. new, new one I came home with, which is a white in color, uh, connected two phones. I tried with two phones. The reception ranges from poor and worse than poor. Yeah. Uh, neither one of these worked. I'm going to return it because I was suspicious if it was used before because when they opened up from the box, the battery was already inserted in it. Hmm. But beyond that, I know you've talked in the past about, I think, UMA. And I was wondering, is that a VoIP system? Yeah. Okay. It's going to cost is you about roughly 5 bucks a month. Okay, because the Verizon one was not. It was really a, it was basically using the phone as a, as a uh, cell phone. Right. Yeah, but I would tell you just if you really want to keep that landline, you can use UMA, and all you're going to pay for is the FCC charges, or just dump the landline and use your cell phone. So I need two lines. The other one's on a business line. I doubt one oh, okay. has to work. Yeah, so check out UMA. You're just going to pay for the FCC's charges and taxes. They offer a free service. 
right, I looked at the free one. It doesn't allow me to transfer the calls, though. I have to go oh. to the next level up. Which, yep, you need more technology. Okay. Right, and I need it to transfer over. Yep. But it's now if the computer internet goes down, that phone is not going to work, correct? Correct. Okay. But you could always forward your calls to your cell phone from UMA if you have an outage. Oh, I can and get past that. Okay. Yep, every service offers that. All right, that sounds. That's what I need to speak to you about this morning. So I appreciate your. Time. Well, last question. What's oh, hey, Bill, I thought you were going to end your call. I got to go. We have okay, a hard break. Have, we'll be right back. Thank you. Yep. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I was so so hoping at the end of that call I had it timed perfectly that he'd finish his question and the music would end. You know, just like a professional radio guy, right? Just just trying to time it perfectly. Wait, wait, one more question. Unfortunately, the callers can't hear the music in the background, so they have no idea the time pressure that we're under. Um, but, uh, man, Matt and I were going back and forth on texting because Matt, of course, is in Farmington, and we're here in the hermetically sealed studios here in in uh, East Hartford, and you know when you hit the ball out of the park like that, you get that call- that question, and the caller's all done, and it's perfectly timed. You're like, hey, hey, maybe I can do this broadcasting thing. And then he asks the question, hey, one more thing. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I was so close. Uh, but feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC, and we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, right now we've got three lines open, so feel free to get online. We will be here through uh, up to eleven o'clock. Uh, we're going to go to Dave and. Field next. What's going on, Dave? Hey, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, listen, I saw something on uh, TV and actually an uh, uh, advertisement on the internet. Nord VPN. Mm-hmm. Can you can you explain that to me? What it's all about? If it's a subscription, a one time price, the whole nine yards. I can give you a lot of the yards, but not all nine of them. Um, so NordVPN is just another service, uh, a VPN service that allows you to connect to the Internet, quote-unquote, more uh, confidentially. So when you connect to the Internet through a VPN, you're going to poke out and actually do your surfing wherever Nord's other end is. And you'll be able to surf the Internet without having your Internet provider know where you went. Um and the the issue though recently nord was hacked um so in 2019 uh, there's an article that we talked about and i can post it again for you uh, but there's a lot of vpn services out there that you can either pay for or use for free proton has a free vpn proton is out of switzerland um and they offer a lot more security i would contend than <laughs> the rest of the world um so you could try them but uh or you could pay for a vpn service i know that uh norton has a vpn service you can pay for so it's just a matter of how private you want to be with it when it comes to your surfing within your own home or if you're in a public place so if you happen to be in the airport and are crazy enough to do your banking let's say you wouldn't do it on the airport's network without connecting via a vpn because you don't know who else is sitting right next to you using a tool to see where you're going. Well, what a VPN does, it encrypts your data over the air so that right. if somebody does capture the packets, they can't interpret what it is. It's it's more secret, yep. Okay, well, there was there was a, a, a website that I was looking at that allows you to watch uh, cable channels for free. And when I started watching it, I was able to see them all. Right. And now each one of them 
uh, says you need NordVPN to see it. Right. I didn't know if it was exclusive to Nord, if it was a subscription. No. Um, so, so even this pro, even this Proton one that you're discussing uh, would be just as good. It would probably be just as good. But so what you know, you're obviously doing something that is not legal, um, and and they're broadcasting the station illegally as well. So it's kind of like Napster, but for cable TV stations. Right. Yeah. Um, so I would contend also that don't assume just because you're connecting through a VPN that you are necessarily hidden from anything. So any kind of digital uh, connection is is there. You have to log into this service, I would assume. Right. And so once the bad guy or once the good guys go look at the bad guys and, that are broadcasting this and see your name, whether you're connected via a VPN or not, you're connected. So don't assume just because you're you're doing anything like that you're necessarily insulated um 100%. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate. It. I just didn't know what VPN yeah. was what the whole thing was so I Yeah, it's an encrypted it's a, an encrypted connection to the internet as what it generally is. So it stands right, for virtual private network. Right. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you guys. You have a great show and I enjoyed every week. Thanks, Dave. All right, you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so as we wait for callers to come in, this is kind of on the line of Dave's call, so, <laughs> sort of. Uh, the Justice Department seizes millions of dollars in cryptocurrency, otherwise known as fake money, allegedly linked to terrorism. Um, so the, de the, the Department of Justice has seized cryptocurrency accounts that it alleges are associated with three terrorism campaigns. Uh, the operation was uh, detailed Thursday when a criminal complaint was unsealed in the District of Columbia. Under warrants, authorities seized more than 300 cryptocurrency accounts, four websites, four Facebook pages, and a partridge in a pear tree. No, and um, <laughs> millions of dollars. Uh, it amounts to the U.S. government's largest ever seizure of cryptocurrency, otherwise known as fake money. And uh, again, these terrorist organizations are able to use ransomware and they're able to do the things they can do because of cryptocurrency. Now, the libertarian in me appreciates the anonymousness of cryptocurrency as far as transactions. You know, cryptocurrency can be considered cash. It's something that is untraceable. When I go buy a lawnmower from Bob for 200 bucks cash, the government doesn't know I did it. Right, so they don't collect their six point three five percent. Right, they don't get their taxes, and they don't have there's all sorts of reasons they want. It. They don't get their their environmental fee for the the moving of the lawnmower, whatever they charge you. But the point is, the government can't trace it. Uh, cryptocurrency, they can't either. Um, so it's a it's a double edged sword to have cryptocurrency out there is a great thing if you're a libertarian and you want less institutions tracking everything. And the moment we started hearing about coins as part of this whole pandemic no longer having a coin shortage linked to the pandemic in some way it got a little weird for me you know like don't use cash use credit cards you know it starts to get a little odd um for me as far as this goes but you know it's nice to see the justice department able to go after the bad guys and take their fake money um and uh, make it so that they actually have to pay for their crimes so if there is a way for folks to link back you know, ransomware and what have you, this is good news, right? So you may not be as anonymous as what I'm saying is you may not be as anonymous as you think you are um, with these cryptocurrency accounts. 
and uh, was were able to do some some damage here, which is which is good news. Anybody on the line there, Bob? Hard yeah, to see because uh, Matt is in the uh, Farmington's area. So we got G- uh, Gary in Bloomfield on the line. What's going on, Gary? On, uh, I know in the older machines you'd have to defrag your hard drive occasionally. Yeah, and wondering how that does that still go for Windows eight point one and Windows ten? No. You don't have to defrag it, Windows 8 and no, 10? No, it does it automatically. Okay. So So it's doing it for you as long as you don't have a solid-state drive. Okay. Now, what about a, a Seagate backup drive? Uh, once you back up your material to an external hard drive, do you have to, or is it good to back it up? Or because the hard drives already do it, the internal drives do it, that you don't need to do it to the external? Why would you think they, they do it internally? What do you mean? Well, I thought you just said that Windows 8.1 and 10 uh, automatically defrags your, uh, your they, uh, they do. drive. But a defrag is not a backup. A defrag just reorganizes uh, the data bits on the drive so it's sequential instead of scattered all over the place. Makes it run faster. Okay, so when then once I back it up to an external drive, I don't have to worry about uh, doing any kind of a defrag on the external drive. No. Your, your external backup doesn't care about performance. It just needs to have the data. Okay, and with, since 8.1 has already defragged, what's on the external drive should all be sequential. Not necessarily. They may not write it sequentially. Okay, so, so it could come across the other way. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, though. You don't care about your performance of your backup target. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. All right, Gary, you're welcome. Um, yeah, defragmentation is definitely something that is less important these days. So let's go on to Joe in Norwich next. What's going on, Joe? Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. Hey, listen, I joined a little bit late, but I heard you guys talking about prepaid phones, et cetera, versus something like Verizon or AT&T being prepaid. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh, I was considering switching myself. Um, you sound like you had some good suggestions. I wanted to hear in general what you thought, reception, et cetera. Well, I mean, some of these third-party cell services are going to piggyback on the big the big carriers. So in, I recommended Google Project Fi as an alternative you can take a look at. It's not prepaid, um, but you can take a look at it. And what we were talking about was the poor performance this person was getting with his uh, track phone. And we do get a lot of calls about poor performance in track phones. I mean, a lot. Okay. Uh, but so the price what was is the name right. of that, that service you were just suggesting? Google Project Fi. F-I. Ooh. We have a link on our on our computer talk site. Oh, awesome. And what does that uh, cover? So basically, it's Google offering you cell service using T-Mobile, Sprint, and U.S. Cellular as the carriers. Okay. So awesome. I've had good luck with it. It's cheap as long as you limit the amount of data you try to use because they charge you for the, the data you use. Yes. But if you set your data saver on and are not streaming music while you're driving, you're not going to have a very high bill at all, are you? No, not necessarily, because I just use it off of Wi-Fi when I'm home anyway, so it exactly. doesn't matter. Exactly. Okay, sir. Well, thank right. you very much for your recommendation. You're welcome. Good luck. Okay, take care. Bye. Yep, bye-bye. All right, let's move on to John uh, in uh, on the cell phone. What's going on, John? Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah. Um, listen, uh, hopefully I have, I'm not being redundant here today, but um, I have a little office network that's just three machines two are windows 10 one's a windows 7 yeah yes up till yesterday they all work great 
mm-hmm. um, my uh, partner uh, installed the Microsoft update. I think it was 2004. Oh, boy. And now it's asking for credentials on you know all the machines when we try to connect to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we backed that that off, although we couldn't uninstall the security update uh, that came with it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just looking for a way to eliminate uh, the logons. We never had credentials before. They were just all connected, kind of all shared. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if there's a way to eliminate those credentials so that we can kind of get back to normal. Normal. So <laughs> logging in without credentials is, shouldn't be normal. Um, it could be, and I haven't seen this in our client base because almost nobody's got Windows 7 doing what you're doing, um, but Microsoft could have forced credentials on this 2004 upgrade. Uh, does that sound like it could have happened? Yeah, that's more than likely what happened. And so, okay. and I'm guessing also that you probably logged into like a Microsoft account instead of no, it's not a, a it's not a Microsoft account. It is local. It is um, local, and basically, it's for QuickBooks. You know, yeah. we have the server on one machine and another user on the other, and when it attempts to go find the company file. It won't let us in, but I'm actually getting that logon credentials on all three machines, and the server is a Windows 10 machine. Right, so that's the one that's got the latest upgrade. Yep, that's the yeah. one. So, so what they're doing, believe it or not, they are protecting you from you. Um, so, if there was a way for us to tell you how to undo it off top of our heads, I don't think I'd, I'd recommend it, only because of the systems that we've seen in our practice. When you have a connected system without any kind of credentials along with your ease of connectivity, when you get hit with ransomware that goes out there and worms through your system, it also has an ease of connectivity to get from point A to point B. And you can have all your systems encrypted rather fast without any kind of credentialing in between them. So I could, okay. we can look it up. We may have to look it up and find an answer for you as far as why the 2004 update is adding these security layers. In most of our accounts, they're not running peer servers like you are. They're running real servers with real domains, and they mm-hmm. have to log in. So okay. I would, Is there a way then for me to set credentials on each machine so that yes. I can actually do that login? Well, yes, definitely. Um, so that, that login should, you obviously have an account on that computer. It's just, you, do you not know the credentials? Yeah, because I never had them. The old credential was just a blank password. And you type that in blank and it doesn't work. And it doesn't work. Oh, boy. It's asking for a password. Somebody put a password in. Somebody set up, I'll bet you somebody set up uh, that networking right. scheme that Microsoft was doing for a while for home networks. Right. Yeah, that didn't happen by it. So a password was set. I was never saying that Microsoft put a password in without your approval. They just are asking for the password that you put in. You're saying you don't know what it is. True. Oh, boy. Because I've That's never a, used a password. Yeah. I somebody mean, ever. <laughs> I, no, I hear you. I believe you. Uh, somebody did. Um, this is a bigger problem uh, because now you actually have to, quote, unquote, hack your own system because nobody has that credential information to get at the data. Um, and, of course, you can't operate your company now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to computers. Yeah, um, exactly. So you might need some assistance from an, an IT company like a company like us where we would come in and either use a tool to try to help you hack at the operating system to get the password that you're missing um, or talk to whoever did the update to see if they were asked for a password and what they entered. Because they may okay, have thought well, they entered blank, but maybe they touched a key. Um, okay. 
I can do that. Um, you guys, I know, don't come out to Oxford. Do you have any recommendations then for IT companies out here? Yeah, it's a bit of a uh, drive to Oxford. Uh, not, that, not off the top of my head, um, I don't. You're going to be looking for a company that specializes in really small operations like yours, but I'm sure they do exist out there, but none that I could just... T- well, you know what? You could try your local staples. Believe okay. it or not, they do work with businesses, and as long as the guy wasn't selling sneakers the week before, um, they might be able to assist in this. Uh, but okay. you need some help uh, getting your getting access to your system because you locked yourself out of your system is essentially what happened, right? Because you can't get at it even locally on that machine, right? Um, on you know, I mean, I can obviously browse you know each machine independently, but from any of the three, when I try to connect. So he's the, not getting the network the server machine. Yeah. Okay. for credentials. Okay, so you can get into each machine and get sure. at the data. You're not down down. No, no, no. Okay, so you're just I, your networking is is an issue. Exactly. Okay. Um I'm wondering if there's anything we can find for him to help him with the networking piece of it, Bob. Are you still is that what you're searching for? Yeah. We're looking for an article too for you to take a look at to see if we can help you uh walk through. It's too too complicated to try to walk you through how to set up a network. I get that. Okay. Um, I get that. Yeah, yeah, if you but, can throw a link up, if you find something, that would be greatly appreciated. We can, but um, again, having a password is important, and don't don't try to go around it. Trust me on this. The bad stuff that's out there these days will so easily encrypt everything. Um, so if you get hit with something, you want to make sure that it's harder for the systems to be accessed than easy. Okay. All right. All right. I appreciate it. All right, sir. Okay, I got All a, right. I got an article. Okay, good. For work uh, work group password. Is it current? Yeah, it is relatively current. Yeah, that's for it's a Microsoft time. article, right? Yes. So we'll put a link up there for you as for help you with setting that up. I got a feeling That'll somebody be... did set it up. That's the problem. That's what I think. I think they didn't realize what it was. Right. Said you got to set a password, and they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that'll be harder to undo if you don't know it. But maybe you can change it. There's a way for you to how to do it. That's the key here with this article. All right, sir. All right, he's already gone. Yeah, I think he went. All right, so we'll put a link up for that. And uh, what else is going on here? This is available. We've got Josh in Glastonbury. What's going on, Josh? Hi, guys. I had a question about, um, I've been seeing some ads come up for an Internet speed booster. An Internet speed booster? Yes. Okay. Basically, it looks like it's a Wi-Fi hotspot yep. that links to your um, Wi-Fi router. Uh, but my question was, it's saying it's supposed to lock in your speed to a, the, a higher speed. And right now it seems like my speed is lagging, but I'm not sure if that's the case or it's just, uh, you know, marketing. Right. Um, so. Well, can we, we're going to go to a quick break here um, and get back to your call, okay? Can I get, can I do that with you? Sure. All right, we're going to go to a break, and we'll be right back. This is Computer Talk. All right, that's it for the show. We ran out of time. I want to thank everyone for joining us on this Saturday morning. Thank you, Mike, for uh, posting everything live. Thank you, Matt, back there in the studio. See you next week.